Studios. Everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of our actual play tabletop podcast. I'm Matt, and I play Shrimp Stomp. I'm Bianca, and I play Lilathia. I'm JoJo, and I play Ninx. I'm Spook Jam, and I play Galliot Delaric. Hey everyone, I'm Cody, and I play Thord and Stronghollow. And I am Adam, I am the Beachmaster. In our previous episode, quite a few things uh, that are important for the long term took place. Uh, the party had entered the fishing village of Malar and uh, looked around a bit, started drinking some sake, and uh, Nynx decided to go up on the bluff where there was a shrine to the Fae Queen and try to commune with her and later the Earth Mother. <clears throat> and in doing so, she, she learned a few things. Um, the Fae Queen's motivation was kind of vague, but angry at the people who had abducted a mermaid in the next village over and were doing who knows what to her, exploiting her to try to get magic out of her. And the Fae Queen was so mad at the disgrace of this that she withdrew her blessing from the village and nearby area, which insinuates that everywhere in Achaea, that Fae or genies or some kind of creature have some sort of blessing that protects the land and people in some way. Uh, you're about to find out what it's like when that blessing revoked. A little thing happened, though, while they were drinking some sake. You know, there, there was there was talk amongst the, the fishermen in the village of, uh, you know, why is this happening? This, this is terrible. What happened to the village over? You know, I hope nothing happens to us. So all this talk of the, the terrible things that have been happening to these innocent people that are because of this fake queen and uh, Thoradin, a little bit either tipsy or all the way drunk, I'm not sure. He had some words to say. He, he let it all go and uh, told this fake queen off. As perhaps he should, given like what noted, she's done. I'd like it noted Thoradin did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and from his point of view, he did nothing wrong. Uh, Galliot got on that bandwagon too and had a few things to say as well. What seems to have perhaps been related to that is Thordin's next uh, drink of sake turned into some kind of briny blood fluid that smelled of iron and salt. Oh, what does it taste like? I'll let you know. <laughs> did, did you drink it or did you spit it out? Or no, not he, drink it he, at he, all? He, you know, I noticed it uh, before I So drank you didn't it. even drink it? I believe your uh, water skin or canteen or, or whatever you were holding your water in, mm-hmm. you uh, you cast Purify Food and Drink on it, didn't you? And uh, 
it seemed to have little effect. That that liquid also turned into that briny blood. And that's where we left off. Well, Thornton, one thing I want to back up to address is it seemed to me that after what you experienced on the beach, uh, during the fight with the Kestrel foragers, you saw these, you saw these uh, cloven-hoofed footprints in the sand near you. And your shrimp stomp, some very large, oversized, feminine feet appeared in the sand as well, giving the impression that the two deities that you revere had made some kind of appearance. And you also got the impression that after a clang of metal, that maybe, maybe Satoan with his hammer or axe deflected a shot from one of the kestrels, preventing it from hitting one of you. And that gave you enough to think about that you made an offering up on the cliffs of placing a golden axe in the boulder. You seemed to be a little bit more dour and morose and had a lot on your mind after that. Is that, is that more or less true? Yes, it is. So something that might have been going through your mind is this. You know from history and religion that the gods in Achaia, they're not omnipotent. They're not omniscient. They're not like uh, Zeus and Athena up on Olympus meddling in the lives of mortals. They're very much physical. And when they're there, they can uh, maybe affect some change. But the idea of them magically doing something from afar that they're somehow aware of is, is, a, is a miracle, basically. Mm-hmm. It's so rarely recorded or maybe just attributed to faith. In South Moon, they have a sort of a saying or concept where uh, if you see Noshkali, the giantess that wanders South Moon, leaving Sky Thistle in her footprints, if you ever see her hastening to the east, it may be because a tsunami is about to hit the eastern coast of South Moon and threaten the Solemni people that live there, as she's known for rescuing people and, and trying to help mortals survive that catastrophe. Um, so those people aren't really saved by the goddess until she's there to pick them up out of the water. So what you experience was really miraculous and rare. So it might be occurring to you, why did Satoan intervene during a pointless beach battle with Kestrel foragers? But why wasn't he there when you needed him the most? Yeah, no, that when, is exactly when your what's family going was in danger. Yeah, that's exactly what's going so, through his head. That's weighing on you. Um, so yeah, it's it's no it's no doubt that uh, Thoradin's probably in a dark, angry place. So there you are. You all saw the sake turn to to blood. What do you do? Beat up Thornton, because I'm pretty sure it's his fault. <laughs> um, I'm going to check my water supply <clears throat> as well. Um, you look at it, and, and for a moment you're, ah, it's fine. And then a little red cloud appears in it. Oh, it consumes the whole thing. It all is a briny blood note. Mm. That thug that was in the sand demanding more sake, 
a woman uh, comes over, one of the ones that wore real colorful clothing and kind of a painted face that looks worse for worse for a while. Um, she pours him some sake and then screams and drops the jug as it looks like she just poured blood right into his cup. Great. Oops. And the villagers are, what's going on? A few of them heard what Thoradin said and they, they have a, you know, all the blood ran out of their face. They're, they're pale and terrified and some of them go off and start whispering amongst each other. Guys, we might need to go. <laughs> this is going to be worse than when those other people were looking for you. Oh, this is going to be worse <laughs> than the bar battle. <laughs> she brings... <laughs> um, what's happening to all the drinks? <laughs> I don't remember. Did all of us girls make it back yet? Yes. You did. Yeah. That's right. Really and you... And you uh, you gave them your opinion. That we, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of that's what, what fueled egg, the fire. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. where Thornton started that wonderful conversation that he had. You, you gave the opinion that maybe it was in y'all's best interest to just leave. Yeah. Yes. Just move along. Although, not. although Ninx really wants to s- not go save the mermaid, but I want to go have a conversation as to why. She was so close, and she got herself caught. That's a good question. Because, I mean, the the town is being cursed because of her actions and the actions of the town. And not to save the town and not to save the mermaid, but to see what, what, why... Why the the Fae Queen would, you know, be so mad because maybe this was one of her handmaidens or whatever that decided to fall in, you like fell in love with one of the humans and it was, you know, just, it was kind of like a little mermaid situation. It's true. You don't, you don't know the story at all. You just heard this secondhand fisherman Mm -hmm. gossip. But it's good that you make that point because this is going on in the back of your mind as you're considering all these possibilities too. During your communion, um, the word curse wasn't really implied. It was just yeah. she revoked her blessing. Yeah. And, and here's, it, here's that, the weird thing. That's why I said it. Maybe it's because the fake queen doesn't know exactly where the mermaid stood and why she got herself caught. So she doesn't want to fully curse yeah. the town. And maybe she thinks that the mermaid got, you know, caught when maybe she willingly went and, you know, not that I want to go save anybody, but it's at least, you know, Ninx. Ninx yeah. is like, there's more questions than there are answers. Let's. Is it safe to assume that when you see this happening to the water after what Thoradin said, that it made you worry that it was the fake queen that yeah. caused this to happen? Yeah. Well, if that's the case, you might wonder. Is it... Over in Ronwen, the next village, they took one of her court 
Yeah. Holding her prisoner, doing who yeah, knows that, what. That's what I'm saying. Is and all she did was revoke her blessing that she had given. Mm-hmm. But Thoradin just talked some shit in this instant terrible punishment. Exactly. Possibly. That, that's why I'm like. It doesn't add up. That, that's why I'm like, okay. Thoradin said crap about the, the fake queen. Instant water into blood or whatever, right? But why didn't she like do the same? So maybe there's like some sort of disconnect type. Something doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's why I said I. It's worth going to talk to the mermaid and see. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like deuces. Let's leave. Oh. Yeah, I want to go talk to the mermaid, too. Quote, unquote. Thorin's like, I want to talk to the mermaid, too. (laughs) (laughs) No, we are not attacking the mermaid. Maybe not the mermaid. Shrimp has other things to find out about the mermaid. (laughs) Yes. Size 14. (laughs) I'm very curious. To what size 14 breasts look like. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to have some meaning. I'm going to work up some meaningful math to come up with level 14 (laughs) Boobs are low. Oh. What is the ratio of fish to person? Exactly. That'll be my decision once you see her. Where does it stop? Is it belly button? Is it fish <laughs> all the way to the tits? <laughs> is it all like integrated half and half? Is it literally just, just a leg? It goes down, down the throat. <laughs> <laughs> so the top half is fish. If y'all if y'all Bottom end up there, legs. you'll find out. So I That's guess wasn't worth it at all. <laughs> so I guess. After all of that, we need to decide, are we going to go find the mermaid? I guess you've got other things to worry about first. Yeah. Don't you? Like, do, do we have enough time to go see the mermaid? Maybe so are we, we even going to have just water? get out of her place? See, that's the thing. <laughs> we don't, if theirs already turned and dumbass has already turned to, to blood as well, probably means all of ours has. So do we have enough time to get somewhere to where we can get rid of whatever this is and start hydrating again? Mm. Or do we have time to go see wherever this cave happens to be first? We could travel outside of her zone, further inland, and then continue adventuring from there to a destination. But do our characters know how how her influence works? Not well enough to guarantee anything. Does anybody have any powers that have uh, or spells with uh, water? How oh, did you okay. How did you clean uh, that That's the very first thing Thoradin tried. You know, mm-hmm. I tried purified food and water. Yeah. Oh, okay. I also have create or destroy water. <laughs> you could use that, but you could try that, but yes, I don't know. Have you considered destroying water in the ocean? <laughs> that only keep, re- keep recasting it. That works to a very specific, small amount. Mm. It, it's only like a c- cubic feet amount. Okay, wait, wait. so you said that um, the gods and are like basically like the mortals, not exactly mortal, but They're very closer yeah. to mortal. Does the same rules apply to the fae? The fae don't have rules. That's Mm-mm. the first thing I would say about them. So, and if you'd heard rules about them that people had told you, they may not be based in any fact, or mm-hmm. they could just be superstition. Um, 
one reason they say the Fae are not to be fucked with is because they don't play by the rules. And they have all the cards in their hands, because where do you even find the Fae? They usually find you. And y'all have a park Fae with y'all, and y'all aren't even... <laughs> Can we just summon the Fae Queen so that she's in a physical form and then cast um, Summon Water in her lungs? No, can, not if she's part fish. Cause if you can figure it out, uh, you can do anything you want. I'm not going to tell you you can't do it. I'm not, let me rephrase that. I'm not going to tell you you can't try it. That or destroy water. Completely dehydrate her. It 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 could be possible that your puny second level magic use <laughs> <laughs> it creatively enough. Maybe. So we'll all have to go at once. We won't be able to actually take turns. We'll all just have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, y'all, y'all don't fully understand or even know what the full extent of what's happening right now. We don't. Fucking don't, Thornton. However, you do. You do hear a few, a few shrieks coming from further into the fishing village. Yeah, it's as the whole other village. people seem to be discovering what's going on. Mm-hmm. I I think it would be safe for. The town, if we left, let's just go to the They'll town that's fine. already cursed. They'll be fine. Yeah, let's make the other town the more other, cursed. The other town has had its blessing withdrawn. But we you have could, a curse. You could call that a curse if you wish. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the wording that Nink. Yeah. Got. Shrimpstop well, wants if- to try to cast prestidigitation on the yucky water. On the yucky water. Okay. Yeah. D- describe kind of the motive. Um, how you're what you're going to try to do? I'm just going to try to to clean it to make it drinkable again. It uh it doesn't appear to change. <laughs> You'd have to drink it to find out if it's drinkable. Shrimp stomp tries it. You Don't swallow it. It. it uh, I've just put enough to taste. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to say a goblin has probably consumed at least a little bit of blood sometime in their e- life? Easily. Easily. It tastes like very salty, clotty blood. <laughs> Do you all watch Shrimp Stomp to see if he falls over dead in a few minutes? <laughs> We're all just yes. like, super close. <laughs> They're just nervously, just, just a drop. <laughs> this tastes like battle blood. Old... It's, it's, no, it's not good. You can't kill. You can't clean it. It's not water anymore. It's it's changed to something else. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pull out an empty file that I have, or vial, mm-hmm. and uh, cast create or destroy water. Into and I'm gonna create water. Okay, you you fill up the vial um, with what looks like clear water. Or drink it. <laughs> As you as you uncork it, just like the sake, <laughs> once it kind of comes into view and it gets close to your lips, you see the red cloud appear and turn it into that very same battle blood. I'm gonna drink it. Oh. Like shrimp stomp, you you taste salty, iron, cloudy blood. It's not the first time. But. You don't, I am. You feel a little kind of, uh, that was gross. You don't feel sick yet. 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 Ooh, that, 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 that doesn't. 
has anything changed about my bongos? So like if they're, I play them, their color <laughs> and they're probably kind of slimy. Mm, yummy. There's doesn't seem to be anything weird. Maybe as the moisture of the blood dries, they might get a little tighter and have a different sound. Okay. It sounds like an ominous wailing of a <laughs> drowning person. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <right>, then <laughs> they're haunted. <laughs> Mister Gallio, what do we do? Leave. Where? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it would be be best if we left this town. I most definitely think that the people here are going to kill Thornton <laughs> if we don't leave. Yeah. You do see a group of them are coming. They they, they've summoned the the village elder. Are you still drunk? Yes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he literally yes. is. <laughs> then we are screwed. Okay, this is like three seconds later after mm-hmm. the after last time. That that short, leathery skinned old woman with the long, frizzy hair who walks very slow is is slowly being escorted in your direction by a couple of angry looking fishermen. Oh, I, I I think we better go now. Which well, direction are we have a disappearing in? spell? <laughs> you were headed east, uh-huh. and like, towards the second towards village the, that is messed up. Yeah, the one that and has no fade blessing. Really want to see the mermaid. I don't know if that's. Yeah, I still want to see the mermaid Thornton. too. I think we're just gonna have to do a roundabout way. <laughs> Which I, way are the? the it's uh, like the we're at. It's like from. we're at a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I want to see the mermaid. The nor- go let's say right that now. the north is the dead center of the village, and they're they're coming from the north. But to answer, um, you know that the Fae kind of have boundaries. You don't know exactly where those they were, mm. but to get to this village to the next, I believe they told you it was like full day, day and a half to like go north far enough to get out of her range, which you don't know what the range is, mm. only to turn around and come right back. Put you putting you right back into her range would would probably be unless the curse just magically went away when we left her realm. Well, if we if it'd we do a, take that route, it might give us a chance to get an idea or a brainstorm mm. on this horrible thing that Thornton did to us. Run it by a different day. <laughs> but you you don't know how far to go and where to turn around to come to come back. True, we wouldn't know. We, we could no miss it by like. Or- we're talking about a very long U-turn, only mm-hmm. to return to close to the same spot. Yeah, Unless you want to bypass so... the next village entirely where the mermaid supposedly is kept at. We also need people to talk to to figure out more about what's going on and where the next shipwreck is, maybe. Yeah, but but the lady with the two guys looks awfully... It's, it might seem that this village is getting a little hostile. You don't know yet. She is coming towards you, though. I, I just, we'll just take the long route, and you know, people think that they're going to find us. We'll do that U-turn of whatever, or whatever. And... Or Nynx could do her normal, innocent. Hi, mm, here's nah. a trinket. It nah. never worked. Nah, it should never works. <laughs> um, uh, as the last time arrows came flying, we don't, we yeah. don't want. Hey, to. the arrows were not my fault. Mm-hmm. I know, <laughs> but they still. <laughs> It was still a, a, not a cause, but an effect of the actions. I just want to, to talk to him. Okay. Um, as I see the, um, elder, can I meet the elder halfway? Alright. Um, I'm 
terribly sorry that the Fake Queen has decided to revoke her blessing for my party's actions and mine. We will be leaving to fix this as, like, as soon as possible. She, she kind of pauses in her tracks within range to hear you say that. You can't, her expression is so leathery and droopy and you can't tell what the hell she's feeling. But she pauses in silence for a minute, like she's considering your words. Yes, you have doomed us all. You should fix this. If my people can survive long enough to enjoy that. I'm going to bow down to her and then leave. I'm going east. Um, okay. Let's say ask where the mermaid is first. Well, I mean, we know where the mermaid is. They're not going to, we've asked multiple times. Like, they haven't given us any extra information because it's just a rumor. Near Ronwin, the next village, somewhere. Yeah. Okay. You know, so we need to we need to haul ass. Haul ass to Romlin. Thornton is just going to start heading east. Yep. Like he's he's not gonna talk to the elder. He's not gonna talk to anyone. He's he sets his equipment, like he like checks it, makes sure it's all good and tight. And he just in a drunken stupor. Mm-hmm. Just trudging. He just starts trudging. <laughs> Don't forget your straight butt line or a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> as mu- as Check. much at disadvantage because you're on beach. <laughs> it was a nat 20 wasn't it it was an 18 oh first. it was an 18 it looked like a 20 um you walk you know you got a little bit a little bit of movement there a little bit of a sway it's not embarrassing you still look pretty confident and pissed off and you can take care of business. Mm-hmm. But your traveling companions, no. <laughs> but you have these grumpy, <laughs> grumpy traveling companions. And uh, Thornton is dead set on smashing this fake queen's face in. Hell yeah. I think we're all pretty much pissed off at her. As long as it's still a Thornton inside voice and not an outside voice. <laughs> <laughs> With the next curse, you're, uh, it turns to acid. <laughs> And the uh, and, and the first uh, the first uh, uh, step in that goal is to uh, interrogate the mermaid. <laughs> Gosh, you know that might be the only way to find out how to get a hold of Mother Fay. Yep, interesting. And I'm talking Soviet style. No, we are not going to <laughs> no, torture the mermaid. We're going to mermaid. question nice and release so that they can go give. Put in a good word. Thornton's going to follow. <laughs> you don't That's like water. You I don't wonder how swim. bad this is going to get. I'm interested. Thor- Thornton didn't like uh, going down to goblin holes during the war either. Mm-hmm. Hey, neither did shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't enjoy that at all. Well, some of them enjoyed it. Uh, Shrimp Tom didn't like being in his cave at all. Thornton's too angry to drown. I feel like that would just make you drown quicker, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just, just sitting at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> he, he didn't even take a breath before he nope. went in. Like he's just <laughs> just purple faced, holding it in. <laughs> <laughs> the only air bubbles you see are from his butt. <laughs> <laughs> just ra- rage farts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Just, just stored an angry stomping into the ocean, just staying what, on the bottom, just marching through. That's what I saw is is him just 
Like like a uh, crab walking along the bottom. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like 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 even the crabs at the, the you know they're like oh no. When you see the, all the sea life just scuttles around him. Even the coral moving out of your way. <laughs> when you see the like the ship, oh, the divers with the big suits, mm-hmm. oh, that do the recovery stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like that's what I see for Thornton. <laughs> Just a super oversized suit. It's all wrinkled up because it does not fit properly. His <laughs> eyes are at the bottom of that bell. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a war hammer. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully we can get some fan art of that soon. Just uh, glowing eyes. Just shrimp stomp on that boat, uh, just lowering down the tube so he can breathe. <laughs> the snorkel. <laughs> Absolutely terrified because he's surrounded by water. <laughs> you know, speaking of glowing eyes... um, you all began heading east, right, to get away yes. from this village. And, yes. But whatever they might try to do with all their harpoons. Um, I assume moving at kind of a quick pace. Yep. As fast as we can. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're determined to head to a location. Now, we're not just searching around anymore. We're. We are on a mission. We are. I mean, Th- Thoradin is like basically marching. Yeah. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, no, he, he welcomes the uh, villagers to try something. Not far from the the village, which they they do not go past the boundaries of their they don't pursue you. they have enough problems right now um while washed up on the beach, you see some little mass some shape um a little bit bigger <laughs> than a person there's a few small shore kings uh, picking at it um but as you all kind of get closer they they scatter away into the water do you, do you look at what it is? Yes. <laughs> there, there's a, a mass that's been washed up on the shore, mm. a little bit bigger than a person, just long and skinny. Yeah. <clears throat> investigate that. So is Nynx. It looks like a dolphin that's that's uh, beached. Do I need to roll for that? Or? No, you can tell it's a dolphin. Oh. Is it alive still? Or it was a dolphin. It, it appears to be dead, but it's all lumpy. Discolored, its eyes uh, are glazed over, but they're a glowing solid purple. Oh shit! Does it have mega cancer like us? <laughs> like where's kind of some extra teeth? Mm. Um, and you know what? It looks a lot like the kidnappers that y'all defeated to save Del Sonora. Some of them are kind of mutant looking and had those glowing purple eyes. It reminds you of that? It, does he have a black robe on like they did? It's a dolphin without any it's clothes. It's a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it look like him. It has some kind of horrible, you know, you can tell what gender it is. I was going to well, say, that's mean? what I was about to ask. <laughs> what, <laughs> what gender it was? Let me see if it has Does a, it have a penis? <laughs> it's Where got, are this dolphin's boobs? It's got something. It's got, a, <laughs> it's got an appendix. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Does it have a It's large, a 19. Oh, God. Does it have a large slung or... <laughs> Why does it have both? Uh, it's large and it's multi... It's trans. Multi... Uh, <laughs> We stay in the trance, dead dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> it has several appendages. No. Anyway, it's it's a horrible, deformed dolphin. It's really gross. Does it have like all of the markings, like the penis, no. the spaghetti penis? Man? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> no. Oh, it, does, yeah. it does not have any arms or, or legs. It just has the fins. Um, 
there's other than what I described, there's nothing particularly. It's just a gross dolphin that's miscolored. So the only thing that reminds us of the other stuff is just the eyes. Yes. That's the foremost thing. <laughs> Shrimp slump's going to avoid it. Yeah. yeah it, is, it smells something. It smells really weird. Yeah. No, Thornton has not stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Thornton's still. Thornton's just like. Thornton's his his nostril is drunk. Nostrils are drunk too. <laughs> Can't smell nothing. At this point, it's an early evening, and uh, you'll need to make a camp at some point, I guess, once night falls. But while the sun is still out, you see something else interesting. As you're going along, you, I think you might see this first, Lord, and you, you see some shapes sink into the sand up ahead of you, moving in your direction, and they look like cloven hooves. Like going your direction, but still ahead of you. Mm. As in they're walking with us or towards us? Walking with you, okay. but ahead of you. Mm. Like leading almost. Um, after a moment, you see big humanoid feminine footprints as well. Like they're walking with you, but again, just a bit ahead of you. Shrimp Sump's eyes are going to get really wide, and he's just going to start vibrating. But he doesn't. He's just like, you know, like, like almost pointing at him, but just he's super excited. But but it's not taking away from the fact that we got to go. Yeah, but, of course. But they're moving pretty fast, so you don't have to slow down at all. That you might even keep up. Thornton, uh, he'll he'll sit there and like point it out to. Any anyone else who hasn't uh, noticed it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I was worried for a second. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. No. See. Um, time to fight the gods. <laughs> yeah, that's an immediate. It's like um, our, our time is oh, Are those sprays? Yeah. It's like, are we just surrounded by them? I guess at first it might look like a spray that was mm-hmm. hidden in the sand that's coming up, but nothing emerges. It's just a nice impression. Lovely. It's a cloven hoof that's that's like over a foot wide. It's massive. Gotcha. Shrimp Stomp is walking, almost jumping between each footstep. <laughs> just making sure he steps in what he believes is Umira's footsteps. Each one. Yep. Um, um, Leilathia, make a survival check. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been... Two huge jumps from I've been so good. To another. <laughs> oh, so, shit. This is, this is a tracking check. Okay, okay. That is a two. Plus, plus a one. Plus, plus three, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you smoked since we started marching? We haven't. I mean, oh. I haven't. <laughs> okay, well, that's our problem. <laughs> Smoking dehydrates. <clears throat> Moon's shadow kind of keeps out of the way of all these footprints. Yeah. Of course, he rude. Because there's something wrong with him. <laughs> oh, something gosh. wrong with him. Like, he doesn't have mega cancer, guys. That's Spe- what's wrong speaking with of, him. in your in your canteen, he keeps smelling it and wrinkling his nose and laying his ears back, and oh, man. he keeps going back and smelling again. Well, I might as well just empty out. There's no point in carrying old blood. You empty, you empty out into yeah. the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he stops and he smells it real good. 
He sticks his tongue into the sand. What the? <laughs> and he spits out the thing. And he lays one ear back like he's thinking. What is it, Lucia? It smells strange. Well, it's most definitely not water, so. Clearly. I'll keep going. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, cause we wouldn't see that. We're ahead. Yeah. yeah probably. Lilith is going to start smoking now, and <laughs> nobody likes to be around her when she's smoking, so. Hold on, no one. Um, I want to ask Thornton. So, it turns into blood when we start to drink it. So, what if you just summoned it, summoned the water inside of our stomachs? Because it technically is a Thornton space. would need to know the exact volume of your stomach to avoid bursting it. Just like a little bit of water, you know? Just a, bit. Just a, Just a little bit. <laughs> Surely that would bypass it once it's in your body, right? Or it'll still turn, it'll turn into blood, yeah. yeah. Turn all your stomach acid into blood. <laughs> Damn. That yeah. would that would make it impossible for you to break down food. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's I, adding uh, that I, math I, in I as we speak. Yeah. destroy water in a. He's typing it into his notes. Well, here goes. I I do I use creator destroy water inside um um Laylothia's dog's stomach. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, what? <laughs> That's not nice at all. I'm just joking. I don't. Do just that. joking. <laughs> I don't know what I would do to you, but it wouldn't be good. <laughs> no, there wouldn't be anything you could. You, you got to sleep sometime, <laughs> sir. I don't. So you're continuing to follow these tracks as the sun is beginning to set. Those tracks slow down and stop. Um, and something clunks into the sand beyond those where those footprints stop. Do you keep going? Yes. Mm. You get, like, like I'm bored and I'm, I'm quite curious. You get closer and it's partially buried in the sand, but you can definitely make out enough of the shape. It's an axe. Like a giant axe? Like a pretty big axe uh, th- that a dwarf may have made, not, not for a giant minotaur. Mm. You get closer to it? Yes. It is the golden axe. That you mounted on that boulder. But something about it is has a different color. Is it blood red? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a glistening purpley red, like uh, uh, iridescent almost. So look not to like it. my sticky bongos. It's been claimed by the mm. purple clan. <laughs> the purple. It's purple. I'm gonna say it's more marine. It's, it's a dark reddish. Okay. Purple. Burgundy. I'll compromise on Burton. So I'm going to, like, approach it cautiously. The the handle is sticking out partially. I'm going to touch it. (laughs) You pick it up? Yeah, I'm going to touch it. You pick it up. It is indeed the axe you left, but it's different now. And it feels powerful. Into the inventory it goes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how well a gold axe would. It doesn't look gold anymore. It doesn't look gold anymore. Some other metal. And you hear hear a voice in the back of your mind. And it almost has, you can't put your finger on it at first, but 
the feeling it gives you is, is remembering like your grandfather's voice or your father's voice. And it says, kill. Kill the fae. Fuck yeah. Kill them all. Why does Thornton need that kind of motivation right now? Right? Well, yeah. Leilathia, please make another tracking check. It's a four. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back to my yellow my yellow ones. Piss dice old, have always been the, the best. The old dice. trusty dice. Mm. How dare you disrespect okay. piss dice? I didn't know. Look at them. They're sad. Does anyone else have survival? Um, I'm <laughs> pretty sure I do. I think like, I do. Hold on. Let's see what it's at. I have a plus one. I have uh uh yeah, I'm I plus five. A, I have a yeah. plus five for survival. I mean I have a plus Make five a roll at disadvantage. Man. You don't don't have survival. Everybody You're no, you're fixated on the axe. You're <laughs> your mind's elsewhere and you're drunk. And you're drunk. <laughs> and you're drunk. Ooh, that is gonna be a twenty Wait a second. Twenty three. Damn. At disadvantage? Yeah. yeah. It was meant to be. Twenty two. Twenty two, sorry. A ten. A ten. Okay. Good job. Shrimp Snob, I guess honestly you're the one paying the most attention to these footprints as you I'm hopping in them. As you're <laughs> jumping into them. Um how would you even tell this? Um I'm gonna guess you're inspecting them. Oh, pretty, oh pretty yeah! Close <laughs> oh yeah! He he's slowly becoming a foot person. <laughs> oh, I want to note I didn't I didn't have forethought into what part of Umira I put forth forward and feet wasn't what I. Had in mind. It just it's been a things happen that way. Campaign. Um, feet. I like the gait of these footprints are kind of weird. Okay, like she'd be walking funny to make these footprint maybe she walks funny you don't when you saw her she was probably just floating on this golden yeah, yeah I'll, cloud or kneeling probably to get close enough to you to talk to you and when she kneeled of course quite notes. a bit of cleavage is exposed of course she toga. wasn't wandering around and the circumstances of when we first met i wasn't focused on how she arrived or got there because i was focused on the, the dead uh the, yeah the dead person that i was trying to to take care of Gotcha. That that's just something odd you notice. Um, maybe maybe she like fell down the stairs and hurt her head <laughs> and it gave her a weird gait. You don't know. Um, would I be able to sense her her radiant love or wonderful pinkness that she emanates? Would I would I notice that or notice the absence thereof? If it's not actually her, it's actually her. <laughs> I haven't decided. Yet. I don't know, bro. Um, I mean, you're you're excited about it. You assumed it was her. You're. You don't really. You don't feel what you felt when you saw her. Okay. Um, I think uh, Shrimp Stomp would be doing one of those. Uh, kind of reactions where he's just he's 
kind of skipping and hopping between the feet, and he just slowly kind of stops, and he looks back at the way the steps are going, and um, just kind of like that slow curiosity, his fa- like his facial expression changes even of something's off. Something's off. Yeah, that that's your something's a little off. And be like, I don't know how he if he would voice it, or if he no he's gonna he's gonna stop walking, and he's just gonna be staring at the feet, at the footprints. I think Galia might pause too and ask him what's up. Something wrong? It's not. Um, I don't know if something's wrong, but something doesn't add up. Could I do a check? I don't know what check I'd be doing, but could I do a check to see what's going on? You could do, uh, and if if Shrimp Stomp explains what he's worried about, you could do an insight check. But without that, you really don't. They, Nothing uh, seems weird, other than the footprints of a goddess. You don't, you don't yeah. really know what's going on. These, the footprints, they don't. They look like hers, but they don't feel like hers. It's like I'm happy they're here, but my happiness is inside me, not around me. You know. I'm gonna go ahead and do an insight. That is a full five, not just a normal five, but like a big five. You know. <laughs> Five plus, like a chonky five. A little five is a big five. It's not like a normal five. It's big, bro. Is it thick with two C's? Yeah, he's got a great personality too. <laughs> so, you, I mean, you've you've uh, you've never seen a god or or interacted with this, so it seems kind of miraculous. You you can't get the vibe he's getting. You don't you don't have the context. So at this point, I have fully like lifted this battle axe up, like I'm holding it in both hands, and I like turn toward back towards the group. Would it help if Ning did like a religion check? <laughs> yes, but but make that while he's saying what he's gonna say. Uh, and I just like I want like I'm I'm like holding this gift from Satoan, and the, my gaze falls on Nynx and Leilothia. So you, you you do not <laughs> you don't necessarily feel a compulsion to kill them. <laughs> you did you did get some ins- 21. instructions. Twenty one. Yes, that is true. <clears throat> um, you know that it would be a major miracle. For a god or two gods to magically manifest on the you know other side of the world, wherever they are, uh, to help you guys on the beach, mm-hmm. it's uh something like this happens would go down in folklore. You know these if the villages here knew about it, they'd talk about it for generations. It's out of the ordinary. Now being sent a weapon. From your god for your holy mission. There are stories about that. There's in fact a god named Moratom who's known for that. He'll he'll show up when you're maybe on death's door if he wants to see you, you know, how your story's gonna continue. He he may give you a magical weapon to help you win the battle. Um you know, 
usually he he watches impartially, but every now and then he throws you a bone. So there's precedent for it. It's just really, really, really rare. Knowing that and seeing that does her normal paying homage. So she bends down and drops the mushroom or two, or plants a mushroom or two. As you're continuing to turn that around in your mind, you know, you think, well, wait, sometimes that happens. Weolda in her cemetery, mm-hmm. you know, she seemed to have power over things in the cemetery. Um, maybe there's gods that, you know, that do have a connection to an area and can manifest stuff in that area. Yeah. Maybe. It's just weird. Yeah. That's why she's, in case it happens to be, she's just going to go ahead and do it. Just, you know, to, you know, be air on the side. The side of, yeah, to be cautious and also to just do her normal thing that she does when she sees something out of the ordinary and spectacular. She always makes sure to do her little ritual. To just where you where you put the mushrooms and that's mm-hmm. all not a communion. Yeah. Okay. Thornton, why are you why are you mean mugging your own uh, <laughs> Fay party members with this act? No, I don't know. Because you're drunk, you're not hey, processing your thoughts like, right. It's been like a whole day. Has it? It has. No, it's, it's been, been half a day um, since. Yeah, it's uh, been half a day. So you might have a, a hangover. Calm down. I might. A hangover. Um, a hangover. Shrimp stomp while he's hungry. standing there <laughs> talking <Hangry>. to <laughs> to Galia. He's going to slowly turn and finally see. Thoradin with this <laughs> the weapon and everything. <laughs> what is Thoradin's like expression? Like, like what is he conveying? He's a excitement. That's even scarier than I, <laughs> right? I thought you were. Yeah, he's say. hungover. He's okay. hungover as ever. <laughs> hey, my god just gave me a weapon. To kill all the things. Yeah. Well, well mine gives me sky thistle. <laughs> makes me happy all the time. Um But it is kind of weird that it's a different color and, uh, you know, it's all purple. Again, burgundy. It's it's a a reddish purple. Oh, my God. Thoradin. Is your favorite color bright purple? It's not. It looks like a a brutal magical weapon. Thoradin by a god or something. But you can tell from other details it is, in fact, the axe that you left. How how would Shrimp Stomp interpret his facial expression? That's why I asked. I'm kind of I'm not sure. It seems pretty spooky to me. I mean, the, the impression I'm getting is he's ready to butcher some of the party. <laughs> I hope that's not the case, but it kind of sounded like that would be sad. It would be horrible. <laughs> then we'd have to kill Thornton. Let's do it. You know what? No, go there, go there. Hey now. <laughs> No, I, I'm like excited to have like this this godly divine weapon left, to, you know, given to me by my God. I'm not even like questioning it, <laughs> which is I'm weird. Good. I'm good. Good, good. There's one part of him that's like, this isn't real. <laughs> the footprints all disappear. The sand rises up, and it's it's all blemished. The, the footprints are gone. 
you only see your own now. What did you do this time, Thornton? Um, yeah, you <laughs> serve their purpose. I'm fulfilling my destiny. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> the hatred flow through you. Oh, Lord. He takes a swing. Strimpsomp's going to notice that the footprints have left. Seeing as he was in them. Yeah. So, like, my feet, did I rise up with the footprints disappearing, or did the sand just bury my feet? Oh, Can gosh. the sand bury his feet? That um, sounds lovely. The sound buries, it buries your feet, kind of. Okay. Feels very cold. Sandy? Very feels, cold. Feels cold? pretty sandy. Okay. Like, like wet, cold water. So, between the footprints not feeling right, them disappearing on their own, and Thoradin finally smiling for once and having this burgundy glowing weapon, he's going to become very suspicious of this weapon. Something's not right. I don't think he, I don't think Thornton would believe that at this point. I, I don't think so either, but Shrimp Stomp's just, he's, he's feeling very confused of what he thought all of this was just a few seconds ago. It's, and it doesn't feel proper or how he remembers things should feel when uh, interacting with anything to do with Umaira. Yeah. But then again, maybe she was just sort of there just to be supportive and it was really Satoan, his, ta- his uh, you know, task. Yeah. Little errand to drop this off the order. In, in Shrimp Stomp's mind, if Umaira was, was there, she would have definitely given him another hug. <laughs> and she's not also she's also not big on just dispensing weapons. Right. But then again, she might have just been along for emotional support. An emotional support. <laughs> e e e mommy. <laughs> for for Satoan and not for Shrimp Stomp. Not there for me. Oh no. He's just trying to get on is everybody's bad side. Bachelor or huh? is he Hmm? Is it you just trying to get on everybody's bedside? <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually like a, like out of character commenting on that. <laughs> Myra's just chilling with Satoan. because uh, I also don't think Satoan is in the uh, um, habit of dishing out weapons. But he is the blacksmith of the god. He does make the weapons that some of the other gods use. You d- true, except for like the really awful gods. Um. Delsonora, you can hear it because her knees pop. She kneels down <laughs> and kind of digs into the uh, sand. Oh, what is Grandma doing? <laughs> I don't say that, but like, what is Grandma doing? Brutal, this poor NPC. She's kind of is digging in one of the spots where a footprint was. Moon's shadow is smelling the air. He, he kind of wants to go over and smell that axe, but he's not going to go close to Thornton. He's afraid. Yeah, well, let's just not be around Thornton for the moment. Thornton's going to walk up to everyone. Look it off here. Check this out. <laughs> I would just push Moonshadow out of the way and use the force of his heavy body to push myself out of there. <laughs> it's a good physics. They scatter. Physics <laughs> there. Okay. Um, the sun setting. You will need to make a camp in a yes couple okay. hours or whenever you want, I guess. I think it'd be a good time to stop 
Yeah, Galliot's going to start lighting the torches, but he doesn't go down to the beach. Shrimp Stomp does go down to the beach. Okay. Start with you. What do, what do you do? Um, he he goes down and doing his best to try to remember the words that he's listened to everyone say on the other nights. He's going to say that the night is beautiful, but not nearly as beautiful as the Fate Queen. Okay. And then he's going to um, take a... Uh, do I, what do I have? He's going to take his... Uh, he has a, a small knife that he has wrapped up, very buried at the very deep part of his uh, pack. And it looks uh, very goblin-made, very old. And he's going to um, kind of like, not like angrily throw it into the ocean, but kind of just like toss it like an offering. What is the significance of the knife? Um, the knife, the it is actually his grandfather's war knife. From the war. From the war. Okay. And it was, it's basically one of the few things he actually took from the cave when he was fleeing. Okay. You, in the distance, in the waves, you, feel, you see a little few uh, orange, pink, and white, and blue lights kind of under the waves. You all have seen it throughout your whole journey at night, these little lights. Um, who, who else? Nynx goes down. Okay, what do you do? She doesn't light a candle, but she does grab one of the... Because she's been collecting flowers and whatever... And uh, she says something to the effect of the dew on the flowers uh, doesn't glisten as brightly as uh, the glisten of your eyes. Okay. Do you do anything else? And I just throw the flowers that I have in the water. And now watch them float away. Okay. You just like shrimp stomp, you also kind of see the light. Okay, who else does what? Um, I I don't go down to go don't go down there, but I do find the comfortable rock with moon shadow and just uh just smoking it up, just chilling. Okay, I'm gonna wait for them. To come back up mm-hmm. and wait for the night to come advance a bit more, and then I'll go down. And I want to. Galliot hasn't talked to the god or gods of the ocean f- enough for like as a like sailor. the sea god yeah. Naocles. Okay, as like he's even fuzzy on if there's just Naocles or if there's more. You have every reason to believe there could be more. But in this area, Naocles is the top dog. So um, he's going to address them as Naocles and the gods of the oceans, if there is more. Um, I know I haven't spoken or communed with you far enough, especially as a sailor, but... I would like to request insight on if 
on how you feel about the um, lady beneath the waves. Adam's over there bouncing. <laughs> so. Oh man, that's that's good. Okay, Galliot, just to just to confirm, you're basically ask, asking the sea gods mm. how they some insight into how they feel towards the Fae Queen. Yeah, is that correct? I mean, I didn't call her the Fae Queen, but yes. Would you? Would it? I called her by her name, the Lady Beneath the Waves. Oh, sorry. Okay, gotcha. You know, immediately you don't hear or see anything, but um. Kind of a breeze hits you coming off of the ocean. And you see um, in the water some kind of purple, dim, dim light. Um, kind of like algae sometimes has a color mm. in the water. But it's purple, and it gets closer and closer to the shore and turns the, the foam, the sea foam, kind of a ugly brownish-purple color. <clears throat> and you see weird reflections in the water, of course broken up by the movement of the water, but you can't tell what the hell it is, but it's kind of strange. And you hear in a voice, it's a, it's, it's, it's probably the voice of your, either your father or a sailor you really respected and looked up to mm. as an elder. <laughs> um, a voice you trust. And it says, she claims this land. It's not hers. She's a usurper. I bled for these shores. I think Galliot's first reaction is to, one, freak the fuck out. <laughs> because, I mean, he's never really, like, done something like this. Of course, he he's, like, watched his mom and dad do it, mm -hmm. and... Like, kind of like half-heartedly, you know, like set at the altar. Usually don't get answers. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> and he's heard how Naicles or the sea gods don't say anything. Naicles himself is just mute. Mm -hmm. He's like a kind of a Godzilla figure. He shows up and defeats the monster and leaves. And, and, that, and that voice was in your head. It wasn't yeah. coming out of the water. It was in your head. And it repeats, I bled for these shores. They're mine. Could you possibly help us do something about that? You would help me fight her? She has not given me a reason to stay on her side. You see the truth, then. You see that these shores are mine. Of course. Kneel down. Get closer. Let me see your face. He bows down to the water, getting on his knees. The reflection you see kind of moves around, and you almost see a face. Mm -hmm. Like a vague, like, two eyes, a nose, a mouth. But you can't make out anything about it. Ah, mortals live and die on my back. They are like my children. 
You have my blessing. Thank you. You feel a warm feeling come out of the water that somehow sends a chill up your spine just mm-hmm. by being warm. Also, Galia is fully willing to, like, make a contract with Neocles if it comes to that. At this do you, point Do you in time. say that? Or do you think, I don't think do you so, think that but he's thinking it. The voice in your head, again, of, of some elder that you respected, dis- distorts a little bit and sounds upset. These shores are not his either. It sounds a little angrier now. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you're talking to Naically. Mm. <laughs> All right. He'll make note of that. And, um, I Do guess. Do you have any idea what it takes to survive in that abyss? You're not sure what the context of that is. No. He's almost thinking like he's about how his parents drowned in the water. It's a bit like an abyss. Wonder if the sea god took them from you. He puts that suspicion in your mind. So many enemies. Thank you for speaking with me. And then he leaves. <laughs> you see Galliot come back away from the beach. <laughs> what is your expression? Um, his face is pale. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty shaken up. He, he's like, he doesn't know what he talked to, but it wasn't Naocles. It wasn't Naocles. It wasn't Naocles. He's not going to mention it. You should have asked for his name. Should have. Okay, when you come back to the camp, what is, what is going on at the camp, y'all? So, Thoradin, he's sitting in his little bedroll, like, just examining this axe. Mm-hmm. Just, just appreciating it. And um, he he wants to know more about it, so he is going to cast Identify. Do you have that pearl? Mm. I do. Because we have pearls. <laughs> mm. Now you're going to need two pearls. Do you have do you have the wine and the owl feather? Doesn't need wine. Doesn't need wine and an owl feather. Mm-mm. Just needs a pearl and an owl feather. Oh, okay. Nix. Fifth edition decided that was too complicated. Minx, what? May, may I have one of those pearls? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you left the axe hmm? on your bedroll, right? No, no he's holding, holding it. Oh, he's holding, holding it. <laughs> Please? <sighs> she thinks for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Against her better judgment, she hands one over. Thank you. What are you wanting to do with it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to identify this weapon. You want to see if it's good or if it's evil? Oh, it was given to me by my god. It's very obviously good. But... Nix has 
a stone on her that can detect whether it is good or evil. Are you going to use that stone? So, I mean, and it just instantly starts glowing and lets us know. You have to, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you have to kind of concentrate yes. to get a yes to get an answer from it. Do a little ritual, maybe. So I could do that instead of us using a pearl. You could tell me <laughs> to try that first. Yeah. So your your stone is uh, cast a spell identify. Then does it? No. No, but we wouldn't have to sacrifice a, a pearl that we have. So you you want to use your little pebble there mm-hmm. to see if the weapon is evil, even though it's clearly given to me by my god. Fine. I mean, what's the difference between me doing that and you identifying it? Well, if I were to cast identify, I would learn how to use the weapon. Well, true. How to use, like, its special properties and such. Because I feel power radiating from it. See, now, knowing that, then Nink's more willingly hands over the pearl to see. Because she wanted to get the, the real reason. So, she digs through her pack. And she doesn't give you just the smallest one. Because she wanted to know where your heart was. And you saying it with that much passion. Or feeling that you had that Mm -hmm. much passion. She doesn't give you the smallest one. She gives you not the biggest one either. (laughs) She she gives you the mid one. (laughs) Yeah, your mid. She gives you the one that she feels has... Not the most value, but is almost the most precious Hmm. of them all. The purple one. So. (laughs) There's a... um... Alrighty. So she digs through a pack and she hands you the pearl. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And a mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) He takes the mushroom. (laughs) You're a divine spell... Uh-oh. Adam's about to have some fun. Uh, let me roll to see if... Is this going to be a karaoke incident? Delsonora is listening and kind of stroking her chin, thinking. Um, have you all been talking about your suspicion about this, or is it just individual things that y'all are thinking of in the back of your mind? In other words... Is Delsonora privy to the things that y'all are concerned about? If Delsonora heard Shrimp Stomp talking to Galliot earlier, she wouldn't. She would have heard what his suspicions. Yeah, I think I would go back to Galliot, not Galliot. I'm going to talk to myself <laughs> in the corner. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go back to Shrimp Stomp and be talking to him while all this is going on. Do, do you, you do you tell him what you experienced down by the water? Not yet. I don't think. Okay. Thinks it still isn't 100% sure that he should do what he's about to do. Sure. 
Uh, Del Sonora kind of watches with interest, but doesn't. And she clearly is interested in seeing what it's all about, but she doesn't. She doesn't say anything or intervene. But in in Ninx's mind, he sacrificed his own pearl and not everybody else's. That's quite fair. Okay. Well, I take uh, take the pearl, the mushroom, and the axe back to my uh, bedroll. I sit down. I ruffle through my pack into my uh, component's pouch and pull out the feather. And I lay them all out and start muttering to myself. And Nink still has... She gets within close range, not extremely close range. And she got... She has her stone... She's concentrating. Are you? Yes. Okay. Because she's, like I said, she's she's 100% not behind what he's about to do. So I'm muttering to myself um, in Dwarvish. Because that act didn't look right to her. And um, as I'm doing, I'm like holding my hands over the axe. The pearl and the feathers start glowing. And I'm going to say they're probably glowing like a faint purple. Appropriate. Like a, like a sickly purple. Sickly I purple, yeah. And um, I'm going to lay my hand on the axe and cast Identify. Um, as your mind is processing all this information that's coalescing to reveal to you about this, your heart starts pumping, your adrenaline is fucking vague. This makes you mad. You get the impression that this axe inflicts a wound on Faye that cannot be healed, and it makes you resistant to their attacks, and it helps reveal their presence when near. Mm. And uh, you get the sense that it will uh, it will help you persist in battle against them. Um, in game terms, you uh, it inflicts a wound that I'm going to give of an imbe- Im- ambiguous type on Fey. It grants you resistance to their attacks and it has 10 charges that will bonus action heal you um, like a first level spell cure light wounds Um, other than that just a you know a hazy bunch of emotions are coming out of this thing Um, they give you feelings but not information and that's all you can deduce from it Though you do it kind of re-experience your own feelings and process of forging it. Okay. Because it tells you the, kind of the history of it. Um, but as far as uh, how it got to you, just this welling of, of anger towards the Fae. And that's what you get out of it. Uh, as you're focusing on it, um, Delsonor is nearby and she asks, What are you doing? I am 
concentrating on the stone because I don't 100% trust the magic that's in that sword, in that weapon. You mean, you think it's cursed? Possibly. Well, because of what cursed weapons don't reveal that. But I don't know if it's a good curse or a bad. You won't know. Those spells reveal much, but not whether it's cursed. The curse reveals itself to you when it chooses. We studied this. I'm mainly doing it for his protection. That makes sense. Del Snart was was quoting the rules for cursed weapons <laughs> right there. I figured. They are not revealed by identify or detect yeah. evil or detect magic. I know. I, the audience now knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was picking up. All right. As everyone gets down for the camp with these interesting developments, um, we're going to have to see what happens next time when we pick up on episode 35. You can follow us on Twitter slash X at Goblin House ST. You can also follow us on Snapchat and TikTok at Goblin House Studios. You can follow us on Facebook at Goblin House Studios. And we now have our uh, Twitch, which is Goblin House Studios. And all of our socials are attached on our Twitch and our new Discord. Yes, our new Discord, official Discord we have for everyone. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.